Yeah, so it's <laughs> coming around the mountain. We'll be coming around the mountain. You can shove your coronation up your ass. Shove your coronation up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so are they still a little bitter about the whole we don't have independence thing? To it. No. Yeah. Did he really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were making it up. Nah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Up oh. your ass. <laughs> hey, that's a great cold open, and welcome to the show. It's back. We're back. The unrestricted. What's up, boys? <laughs> the unroyals. <laughs> and we'll never be royals. <laughs> we have never started a show like that before, but I'm glad we did. You know? And thank God we don't have to deal with that shit over here. All we have to deal with is being worried about going to the fucking outlet mall. Yep. Who knew that was a risk? I guess we all did, since it's been movie theaters, churches, literally every other gathering point on the planet has been shot up already. Like, it, just, it was just a matter of time, right? Like, it's just a matter of time before it's an American sporting event. The, the oh, pl- yeah, the or places, a parade. Yeah, the places where I go to spend parade. my money. Shit, that happened in 1980 That's right. here in San Antonio, and, Battle of Flowers Parade. Well, and, and allegedly, supposedly, there was a, a truck that uh, got flagged. They went, and there were thousands of rounds of ammunition in the truck. This year? You're talking about this year. Oh, great! That makes me feel better. I had oh, my. Oh, good. Yeah, I didn't know that. Super cool. You're gonna need, have to send me that article. I need a bunker. Meanwhile, uh, yeah. Oh, what's the guy you always say you can't stand for anything? Trump. Oh, Abbott. <laughs> <laughs> See the setup. Uh, Abbott <laughs> was going like, to play in nope, Texas. No, nope, gotta we're have not legs doing anything about gun control. <laughs> we're not doing anything. Yeah, that's th- that is the wonderful, like, consistent statement from all Republicans. It's not the guns. We have to focus on mental health. Our mental health isn't isn't better or worse than any other developed country, and yet we got to deal with this shit. That's because <laughs> it's not mental health. It's it's some guy can go and purchase an AR-15, a bunch of rounds, a tactical vest. Yeah. Well, yeah. that that Abbott went on Fox News literally the next day and said that I was like, you know, I knew you were handicapped, but I didn't know it was tone deafness. Well, it's the if you. They released some tapes that were leaked after the um, so so after Columbine. When Columbine happened, the NRA was getting ready to have an annual meeting in Denver, and there is leaked audio of the conference call between NRA leadership talking about: Do we cancel the conference? Do we do something? Do we take away the trade floor because they have a show floor sure. where you can buy guns? And a lot of the things we hear from the NRA today. Things like the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. That was where it was born. Mm. That we need to focus on mental health issues and totally, you know, sidestep the whole access to guns. That was where it was born. Getting real sick of this, man. When they were debating exactly how to respond to this, the whole entire NRA and Republican playbook on mass shootings was born in that conference call. I'll try to find that. You know, there is other stuff going on. The NBA has gone upside down. I can't believe where we are with these final eight teams. And really, it looks like looks like Miami's getting through New York. New York's dead. Yeah. Remember when I told you a week ago on this show, you were saying, oh, Julius Randle, he's injured. And I was like, nah, he's a fake number one. Yeah. Yeah, he's a fake number one. You've seen it now, right? Yeah. Like yesterday, he has six turnovers, and five of them are for pick six, right? Just easy layup the other way. You can't be your team's highest paid and most important player and perform like that. You just can't. 
and you got Jalen Brunson on one leg, and Jimmy Butler has put on a cape. And look, the Heat are getting through. He's a stud. He's unbelievable. Can you imagine if the Spurs had drafted him and had him and Kawhi, which Ugh. almost happened, by the way? Instead, the Spurs took Corey Joseph. Mm. Oh, a little bit of a mess. Well, could you imagine him with Wimby? Oh, my God. He's like your perfect Wimby bodyguard. Oh, my right? goodness. No, the, the Heat are going to get through, and then they're going to get a real big slap in the face when they have to play um, Boston in the next round. Could be Philly, but it's probably not going to be. Uh, Philly won the other night, by the way. Yeah. You watched, right? Mm-hmm. Overtime it's 2-2, game. right? Yeah, it's 2-2. But, like, it's hard for me to say that Boston isn't just a notch above as a better team in that series. Better better physically, better talent-wise, but they're not better in the head. That bring the ball down to end that game, that was a boneheaded error. That was boneheaded. Boneheaded on two two people's behalves. Joe Mazzula, the head coach, and their best player, Jason Tatum, who yeah. waited too long to go. They should have used a timeout. They should have advanced it to half court. And they should have drawn up a play. Instead, I was remi- they let it roll. Yeah, I was reminded of the coach in Bull Durham. You lollygag to first. You lollygag to the exactly. outfield. They were lollygagging. You can't lollygag and not go until there's four seconds left. That's bad. That's bad from your star, and it's bad from your head coach. But, you know, it, it's, it's worth saying, Joel Embiid, who won the MVP, took a shit in the fourth quarter. Like, looked like he was peeing himself. He was getting guarded by Al Horford. Like, like I would, I would look if Al Horford were guarding me. Like, I think Embiid shot thirty-one percent for that game and fourteen percent in the fourth. fourth quarter in overtime. Like, that's just miserable. And you're an MVP. Like, come on, man. Meanwhile, you know, you got Jokic, who goes for fifty-three, right? And like nine assists, and I don't know how many rebounds. He was and unbelievable. Put, puts the owner in the Suns back in his seat. Yes, he did, Matt Ishbia. That was pretty dope. <laughs> I'm so glad that wasn't a suspension, man. Yeah. All of that talk. Are you kidding me? Like he doesn't shove him. He puts his arm on him. And I, the owner does a big flop. I w- I would like Ishbia to actually give Jokic the 25 grand to pay the fine. That would be cool. And Ishbia is rich enough to do it. But, because he actually said, this doesn't deserve a suspension or a fine. This, he did. This was, and you know Ishbia was, he was He was the problem. Not Jokic. Yeah. He was the problem. Yeah. He's <laughs> the one who held on to the ball instead of throwing it back onto the court or throwing it to a ref or any player. You can get rid of that ball and just everything's cool. Right. When, when fans want to be part of the show, yeah. there's a problem. Yeah. Now, do you know Ishbia's history? No. What is it? Okay. He played basketball for Tom Izzo at Michigan State. No shit. Oh, yeah, I remember him. And do you know what he did? He drew a lot of charges. He played a lot of defense. <laughs> He's that he guy. He's that guy. So, like, Jokic puts an arm on him, and what does he do? No! Two hands flailing back. Like, he's <laughs> back in college playing for Izzo. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's who he was. He was a gritty, like, I'm going to take a bunch of flops kind of player. And there he was doing it again. So how did he earn his billions? Um, I would, I've, I've, I've heard him interviewed, and I've forgotten, to be perfectly honest. But he's done quite well. I, I want to say he started a VC fund, okay. uh, and he's just gotten super wealthy. Uh, United Wholesale Mortgage, a wholesale lender in the U.S. mortgage market. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. He's done pretty well for himself. Yeah. By the way, uh, another Jewish owner. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, did you see this news from the world of Jews? <laughs> it needs to sound like a shofar, please. <laughs> this just, um, or, or, 
<laughs> from the Jewish News Sports News Desk. Or a clarinet. Shofar clarinet, same thing. Uh, last Friday was the fifth time in Major League Baseball history that two Jews faced off on the pitcher's mound. Two! Two Jews, just like nuts. Two. <laughs> That's a joke. Though, though, what was my first response? Your response was great. <laughs> what the hell are they doing pitching on Shabbat? Exactly! <laughs> You're so right. You're so right. That was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I don't roll on Shabbat, dummy! <laughs> <laughs> Staying with baseball real quick in... I think he's Jewish. I'm going to go with it. Alex Bregman. It, it sounds right. Not performing for our Houston Astros, who are now 17 and 18 and have lost uh, seven of their last 10. He's hitting under the Mendoza line, 195. Normally a slow starting player. He's got to get it going. Jose Abreu, got to get it going. But on the plus side, if you're an Astros fan and you love baseball, they're four games out of first place, and it's May. Yeah. He is Jewish. He's a member of the Albuquerque's congregation. There you go. See, I, I told he you. He and seven other people in Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> though, the, though I'm wondering, did somebody cut the video cable for the Astros? Is that what's going on? Is that why they're so bad? <laughs> did they stop the trash can banging? They're so bad. They took away the trash cans. Yeah, <laughs> took away the trash cans. But the real story, like, is The New York watch. teams are, are taking a big shit. Tell me about it. The Yankees and the Mets are both under 500. Well, nothing makes me happier than the Mets and Yankees losing. Right. Nothing. Well, and we lost a, a lot of the good pitching. Like, Verlander yep. went to the Mets. The Mets are just snake bit. Yeah. They really can't get it right, can they? Uh-uh. What a weird organization. Uh-huh. Um, it's a transient organization. Hang on. The big news today, though, and we may I may be burying the lead here, is that former Spur Lonnie Walker IV oh, yeah! saved his team's ass. He scores eight, 18, 15, 15, 15 in the fourth off the bench, off the bench. And he basically played like eight minutes the whole series. Yep. I had forgotten that he was even on the Lakers. Most people had because he was Mr. Irrelevant pretty much all year. Like they played him a little bit during the regular season. But what they played, what they figured out from his play during the regular season was that he couldn't play. He's not consistent. So this that's my point. And the whole Spurs Twitterverse today is, look at what Lonnie did last night. We cut him loose too soon. We should have known how great he was going to be. No. We saw glimpses of Lonnie Walker having nights like that. Right. There was a game right around Christmas time against the Houston Rockets. I'll never forget it. And I swore it was going to be christened the Lonnie Walker game. And he didn't have another game like that for two more months. Like, he had like 31 against the Rockets that light, that night, and he had a game winner and really never did it again for the Spurs. And that's, and that's what I hate about fans. The whole idea of you pay a player for what they did, no. You're paying a player for what they are now or what you think they are going to be. And but it's in the now. And they have to consistently be able to deliver. The NBA is full of guys who can get you 15 and a quarter, man. It's full of them. Every bench has them. Even bad teams have guys who can come off the bench and get you 15 and a quarter. It's can they get you 17 a night every single night. Yep. And, like, Lonnie Walker can't do that. Now, credit to Lonnie. He's a cool kid, and he was awesome last night, and I love seeing his teammates give him the pounds. He deserved it. I mean, credit to the Lakers organization for really beefing that team up at the trade deadline and actually becoming a force, putting some depth on that team. We have talked about that on this show since the trade deadline. Yeah. So who's, Rob who's the architect, Rob? Rob Palenka, the one who looks just like Rob Lowe. Oh. And he played at Michigan. He was part of those Fab Five teams. Really? In Michigan. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was uh, one of the starters the previous season and got relegated to the bench so that they could start the, the five freshmen. But, Rob, look, at the, we've been talking about this on this show mm-hmm. since the trade deadline. Yeah. They revamped their bench, and they got rid of their cancer, which was Russell Westbrook. Yep. Right? And it changed everything. Something about LeBron that Brian Winhorst talks about a lot. And Winhorst, remember, went to high school with LeBron. Like, basically, he has his creds because of LeBron. And has written books and, you know, his big thing about LeBron is that LeBron is always trying to recreate the wonderful camaraderie and and teamwork that he had growing up at St. Vincent, St. Mary's, right? Like band of brothers. Yeah, that was that that was his first family. It was. The Shamrocks. That's exactly right. It was what he considered to be his first family. And they went out, you know, from Akron uh, and like basically blew up the United States as a perennial powerhouse while they had LeBron. And he has since always tried to recreate that. And the problem with the Westbrook era out there was there was none of that, right? It was just bickering. And you had Westbrook making mean mugs and really wanting to play for himself. And getting rid of him and adding three guys at the trade deadline has created an entirely different clubhouse. And that's what I think is most reflected in the Lakers' success in the postseason. And and Anthony Davis not being injured. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. And, and my God, his defensive on Curry last night at the very end. It's unbelievable. A guy that big shouldn't be able to do that. No. And LeBron called him the best defender in the NBA. And there are nights where when you watch is. AD where he is. Well, I think they, they can all play defense. They're not forced to. Yeah. And then you come to the playoffs and it's like, okay, turn my defense button on. And if you're not doing it, you're not as sharp. But Richie, you could take, you could take, nineteen out of every twenty centers in the NBA and ISO them at the top of the key. They're not guarding him. They just can't stay with him. Yeah, he's Physically. a freak. They just can't stay with a guy as quick as Curry. And AD was with him step for step. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. And Curry had a bad game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, brilliant with assists. Brilliant with ball handling. Bad game, and he had a double double. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but like. He has to go superhuman for them to win this series. And I, I have to tell you, last night was one of those moments where I had to finally admit something I've been seeing with the Golden State Warriors that I didn't want to admit that I was seeing, but, like, now it's a fact. They're cooked. They're cooked, man. They got to shake it up. They have one guy, and it's Steph. And if, it doesn't, if it's not concentric with Steph, they have no idea what to do. I mean, Jordan Poole would be their next great offensive playmaker because he's quick and he's good off the dribble. But like last night, Steve Kerr went straight away from him, went to Gary Payton and, and DiVincenzo, and then Poole, after the game, basically threw a fit, wanting more minutes, and, you know, I don't know why I wasn't out there. Well, because you don't guard, because you don't make the hustle plays, because you take a lot of bad shots, and, like, we got a guy. We got, we got you know, Steph. If we're going to get a bad shot, it's going to be from him, yeah. okay? And, like, they look like a one-man band more than any other team in this playoffs. And that's funny to say because they have always been such a oh, – I don't, I don't know what to call it. Such a, They played the beautiful game, right? right? Right. Yeah. Which they learned from Popovich. Yeah. 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 And, and they're cooked. Yeah, well, let's see game five. I mean, I, I heard Greenberg making and, – and, and he did it intentionally, an absolutely stupid stupid mention this morning of maybe AD and LeBron don't even travel. 
Oh, come on. Well, it, it, he was saying it very facetiously. Okay, good. Because this game five is kind of load management in the playoffs a little bit. The Warriors are going to win game five. We're going back to going back to L.A. To, for game six. That That's where this series is going to be won. If you're LeBron and AD, I don't think you can take that chance. No. Because at game seven, um, you just don't want... You don't want any part of it, man. But but let's, as the cooler heads prevail during that conversation, let's see where that game is in the third quarter. Okay, okay, yeah. And if they're down 10 or 12, yeah, I could see them sitting LeBron and AD. Um, but first, Golden State's got to get there. And, like, they, they do not seem like they love playing basketball with each other right now. Um, and that's different for me, watching that team. So are we going to see a 7 and an 8 seed in the finals? I think so. I think it's possible. I mean, are you thinking? Didn't you tell me in pre-show that the Lakers are the Western Conference favorite? Lakers are odds-on favorite in the West as of right now. Yep. Isn't that just mind-blowing? They're plus, and to win the championship, they're plus three twenty-five. That's it. That's it. Wow. Yeah. What a difference two weeks makes. That's what we talked about. Everything yeah. you thought that was going to transpire. Throw that at the window. Things have really shaken up. It's 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 fun for the viewer though. Oh my god, the Denver Phoenix series! Like, how much better can each one of those games be? I mean, Booker looks like I don't know Love one of the beating. five best players in the world yeah. right now, and maybe even better than his teammate Kevin Durant. Like, that's how good he looks. And Jokic is the best concentric star in the entire league. I mean, it's points, it's rebounds, it's assists, it's everything. Consistency. Yeah. And, like, how much better does he look? Sorry to do it, but how much better does he look than Joel Embiid? A lot. Like, a lot. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, he may not have the supporting cast, um, but, you know, look, James Harden has won two games for for, uh, Philadelphia, not Joel Embiid. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really, Jokic hasn't had a game. Ever that I can remember, not in years, that was won by a teammate, Jamal Murray, like in the bubble, maybe. That's been a couple years now. No, it's it's just topsy-turvy, man. And it, it, the Lakers is odds on favorites to win the West. I think that's more reflective of one of the things you said, which is... Lakers fans are crazy. Yeah, and they're going to put a bunch of money and they're gonna put them, well, and 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 it's not just Lakers fans, it's... Lakers have the brand, have the brand recognition. If I'm going to put money on something, I'm going to gravitate towards a team that I know and I recognize. Yeah, and it's LeBron and AD, and everybody knows them. Yeah. Like Denver, harder to put your money on them, right? We've never seen them do it before. But I think Denver's winning that series. I think they're better than Phoenix. And if Denver comes out, I think they're going to give Anthony Davis all kinds of hell. I, excuse me, I would not like the Lakers in a series against Denver. I'm kind of with you on that. I want to see the timing of of how the Lakers Warriors series ends mm. up. What's the time lag? How much between, rest? How much rest? Does that Nuggets Sun series go all the way to seven? Give you know AD LeBron a little bit of time to rest, and they come out like gangbusters in Game One, like they did. Do it again. You know, punch it's a good point. punch them in the face yeah, in Game point. One. I mean. Half the Lakers starting squad's already on AARP. I mean, really? I mean, really? They don't have to take the uh, the health coverage provided by the Lakers. <laughs> They're already on the government plan. So if they get extra rest, that would definitely help them. I, I absolutely. Agree with you. And it certainly looks like Denver and Phoenix are going seven, right? I mean, it is two two. 
looks a lot like seven. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's my favorite series to watch so far. Denver Phoenix? Yeah. yeah. I, it, just every single game is better than the next. And, you know, the two that Phoenix have, uh, have won at home in this last week, like, Denver had chances. Yeah. They were in the games. There's no blowouts happening. Um, no, I think they get home. I think they get to the altitude. And I think they start I, – I think they take two of the last three. Start pulling away. Yeah, I do. Um, like, to me, they're the odds-on favorites to win it all. Denver. And, and they, they kind of were going in, right? They had the best record, didn't they? Yeah. But no one – A, you said – this is straight from your mouth – no one's scared of them. It's true. And B, no one likes to watch them, so they don't get the coverage. Yep. Sounds a lot like the Spurs. Yeah, it does. Back when the Spurs were doing their thing. But Jokic just looks like a dude on a whole other level right now. Like, he doesn't look like he can be stopped by anybody. The well, weirdest shots I've ever seen, and they all go in. Yeah, and it's not like, it, it's it's kind of like watching Luka. Yeah. You're not like, oh, sweet. You're, no kid is going to go to a sports memorabilia shop and say, can I get a poster of that guy <laughs> doing a bank shot from Shooting 12 feet? Right, right. Yeah. right. It's it's not sexy, but guess what? It's results-driven basketball. It is. And if Phoenix gets through, by the way, I'm not going to be totally surprised. Because they've got the horses. And then you'd have a Western Conference Finals matchup with LeBron, AD, Durant, Booker, and maybe Chris Paul. And that's the like, wet dream the of the NBA. NBA. That's yeah. what they want. And I'm listening, coming in today, they're like, I don't think the NBA cares one way or the other who wins between Golden State and the Lakers. You've got a defending champion with maybe the best shooter ever to play basketball. And then you've got LeBron and AD in the Lakers. I mean, it's a now what they really wanted was those two teams to play in the Western Conference Finals. That would have been better. Yeah, but I mean, the way that that everyone's getting paid. Yeah, all the players are being featured. Yeah, it's not happening like people thought it would. But it's happening. In the East, I feel like we're watching the Eastern Conference Finals currently. I think that's the Boston-Philadelphia series. I don't think – I'm sorry, Jimmy Butler. You're a badass. Don't mean to disrespect you. Don't get mad coming knocking on my house. He is from Houston. But, like, they're not good enough to beat Boston or Philadelphia. They just aren't. They don't have the talent level. They're lucky that they're getting to play the Knicks while the Knicks are banged up, um, et cetera. They're just fortunate to be there. Um, football news, real quick. Um, a Rod, a Rod, Anthony Rodriguez, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers actually practicing. Yes, is that a, is that something for you guys? And he's working the circuit too. He's going to all the pro sports and yeah, going to the game, saying the right things. And does that mean anything to you? <clears throat> I I he, don't know. He didn't do it last year. He didn't do it last year with a team that like raised him up from a from a draftee. He didn't do it last year. And they paid him. And they paid him yeah. and he still didn't do it and he screwed their team. So that was my that was my concern about AA Ron going to the Jets. Is he gonna do it? He's doing it. I'm gonna lift him up a little bit more, but I'm still I'm still not giving them the division. I've read two like big hitting, heavy you know, heavy hitting in uh NFL insiders in the last week. Say they think the Packers are actually going to be better offensively next season without with, with without him gone. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Right? Obviously, we got a lot of time. Force but, the coaching staff to do more interesting things and maybe distribute the ball a little bit better. Speaking of interesting things in the NFL, this is the most interesting to me. It's DeAndre Hopkins rumored to Baltimore. 
which allegedly is like just ink drying away from being done. What can they give Arizona to get him? Who knows? Whatever. I mean, trades in the NFL, they always wind up being less than you think. Just right? so lopsided. Well, yeah. I mean, a well, guy you get is all that as, money off your. You, they do. And, and Arizona and, knows they're not going anywhere. And stars are born every second. They are. And DeAndre Hopkins, is he past his prime? I don't know. Are people tired of his bullshit? Maybe that. And like, he is an expensive contract, and Arizona knows they're not good. Yeah. So, and he wants out. That makes a difference if Lamar Jackson has that dude. And he's got, uh, what's his name? OBJ. He's got OBJ. That's That becomes pretty interesting in Baltimore now. I mean, after me thinking their ship was sunk like three months ago. Oh, right? yeah. I mean, I was, I was the same place. But now, I mean, Lamar, and he said it as an offhand remark, but he was talking about passing for 6,000 yards. He's not going to do that. You want to put money on it? Yeah, I will. And okay. you know why he you won't? You heard it first, Because he's folks. still going to run. He if, has to just run enough that there's a threat. If, he's if run. he plays 17 games, oh. 6,000 yards. Oh. That's, that's, that's a big caveat. There, that's pal. the only reason why he won't, yeah. if he's not available for all 17. He still runs all the time. He's going to get dinged, right? His last two seasons have been marred by injury. I run, but I run away from things. But you don't run into <laughs> linebackers. That's, no, yeah. but, no, but I run into tow bars on the interstate. Yeah, what happened there? You heard? I heard you totaled your vehicle. I did total my vehicle. Uh, thank you, commercial truck, for dropping off a big-ass tow bar in the middle of the interstate that I got to run into. What time of day? Or middle of the night. Like? Like, oh, dark 40. Oh, God. So what happened? Some truck dropped off a tow bar. It popped off the back of a trailer, sitting dark on the on a darkened interstate. No lights. Whammo. Came around to Turner. Whammo. Totaled my car. You okay? Oh. You okay? Or do um, you not want to say that on air? No. <laughs> Just in case <laughs> it comes back to bite you. No, I, I mean, I had some pretty serious bruises and contusions and some lacerations, but generally okay. Thank you. Totaled my vehicle. Every airbag deployed. Every? How many airbags is that? $20,000 worth, apparently. Holy. That's a lot of airbag. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of airbag. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, according to some of our insurance fa- friends, once you pop off all the airbags, yeah, I don't care what you're driving. It's totaled. Is that right? Yeah, they don't, they don't really like to me- mess around once those airbags deploy out that much. So you filed a claim, I presume. Filed a claim with my insurance. I am in touch with a uh, member of the uh, profession. Okay. I'm glad you're okay, bud. Yeah. Did the police ask you if you were okay? I mean, I presume they showed up to the scene. They did show up. Well, I, I called them. Okay. I mean, I was being nice. I called them. Okay, good. That was smart. <laughs> no, they were really, really good. SAPD, very, very nice people. And 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 were they like, oh, you're drunk because you're weird? No, they were just like, you're weird. <laughs> okay. All right. We know, we know you're stone cold sober, but dude, man, <laughs> get a life. <laughs> But but the funny part was the driver of the truck that I popped off of came back around. Did you? Did he? Did he? What did you say? I was hey, uh, no. I was. I, he was for like, showing me your your license. Plate. I didn't say that. I felt really bad for the guy. Yeah. I mean, because didn't do it on purpose. He did not, and it's not his fault. It's the guy that released that truck out of the yard that yeah. way. Yeah. But then I talked to another cop on like Saturday, and he's like, "Oh yeah, those things fall off the back of trucks all the time." I'm like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> great." <laughs> Great. I'm going to have PTSD for trailers for a while. Um, I'm going to wrap up the show with this. Quick trivia. Do you know what is one week away? 
Well, NFL schedule is two days away, so it's not that. NBA ping pong balls. That's right, bro. Yep. That's right. The Wimby sweepstakes one week away. It isn't the Preakness? No. <laughs> Seven dead horses? So what, what's the story with that? Okay, I heard that. I've paid no attention to horseback racing. I don't care about it. Do they call it horseback racing? No, they don't call it horseback racing. <laughs> what do they call it? Just they call horse it racing? horse racing. Okay, horse racing. It's, See how much I care? Absolutely not. It's, it's just part of the sport. I mean, they it, drug it, the ponies. Wait a minute. Seven of the horses who raced last week are dead now? No, 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 no. Oh, so there was one. There was one derby horse that was that had to be euthanized during practice. They did have another horse have to be euthanized on Derby Day in another race, and they've had a couple horses. There was actually one trainer under a indefinite suspension for drugging his horses, and two of his horses just dropped over and died. <laughs> So yeah, a lot of dog food <laughs> at the Derby. A lot of glue. A lot of glue. It's, they say it's the tie that binds you. It's <laughs> it's a black mark against horse racing, but all the calls to like end horse ratings, just shut up. But I will tell you, case in point, why I hate horse racing, like all all of it, because the horses don't the, give good interviews. I hate the bullshit pageantry. I I like. As a general rule, I don't like bands or sports that are only attended by, like, one type of people. Like, if it's just white people there, I'm less interested. I'm sorry. I just am. Though though you do have to tip your hat off to NBC. It is a great—that whole broadcast, hours and hours that, like, for those that watch it, enraptured by it for a two-minute race. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Two minute race. Yeah. It's about as meaningless to me as the goddamn monarchy coronation. They ought to combine them both. Yeah. They're all actually quite similar, aren't they? They ought to have a royal on a horse. Yes. And if they both get hurt, euthanize both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, King Charles is just really, really happy that that coronation wasn't in Oklahoma because he wouldn't have been able to have it. No, not dressed up like that. Nope. Nope. (laughs) That fancy outfit. No, yeah, so yeah, so lottery balls next week. Yeah, dude, can you wait for next week's show? We're either going to be so happy in here, or, or we are going to be so, so depressed. Oh my god! Do we want to watch it live? Of course, I want to watch it live. And record- oh, you mean like together? Yeah. Oh, it's it's. What time does it happen? Um, this sounds interesting. We could record it. We, we could do a live show to our YouTube channel. Uh, I didn't even. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested. We'll talk schedules. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, we'll see you in a week. Come on, ping pong balls. Come on. Big bucks, no whammies. Big bucks, no whammies. Stop. Stop. I love balls. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh I said, the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh All right, all right, all right. Is that the right angle for you? It is. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Are you ready? He lives in a pineapple under the sea. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, you love me. Nah, SpongeBob's way better than that. 
well, ambiguously gay purple dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> less less irritating and less earwormy than Barney. Yeah. yeah. I saw something the other day that said they had a picture of, of Prince Charles, King Charles dressed up as in, in his coronation and said this outfit is outlawed in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> in Alabama. In Mississippi. And, and Oklahoma. Yep. Oh, I saw a thing in, in Glasgow. They had a soccer game and it's like they were all singing, Fuck your coronation. <laughs> it was better than that. I'm trying to think because it was to the tune of something, right? All of them are to the tune was, of something. Yes, it was so good too. They're, they're great, those, those soccer vigilantes. <laughs> well, neither are the Scots. Good call. <laughs> There's your cold open. <laughs> all that coronation right into that. Hold on a second. What? I want to see if I can't find this on YouTube. <laughs> oh, no, it's pretty awesome. Oh, it's dope. Uh, and if you could find it, like, it's actually worth laying as the beginning, uh, under the beginning. Laying down the track. It's, uh, with a, we don't want your fucking coronation, maybe. Here we go. Hold on. We're all holding. <laughs> yeah, so it's coming around the mountain. We'll be coming around the mountain. You can shove your coronation up your ass, up your bloody killed fucking eye. <laughs> so, are they still a little bitter about the whole we don't have independence thing? I mean, I think that they are in the midst of a huge recession. They've got a million problems. Their money, their money's devalued, and they are upset that they spent, I don't even know, countless dollars on this meaningless coronation. Yeah. I'd be pretty pissed off if I had a king and queen. Just the, I've, I've learned a little more. I think it's really fascinating uh, Americans that, that are so... Into it? Into it. I, I am shocked every time I meet an American. And they like, oh, I love it. Like, I made an pop. English breakfast to watch it. And my grandmother gave me this tea set and blah, blah. Who fucking cares? I cannot believe how many Americans give a shit about the British royal family. I did, I, I, mostly it's people with trust funds, I think. Or people that... Want to trust them. One of, well, one of mean, my dude friends is not one of those guys. But he's down like, with it? Yeah, he is like a blue-collar guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I've just always been into the monarchy. I'm like, always? Like, what? Was there a moment? It's the ultimate lucky sperm club. Of course it is. And inbred lucky sperm club. I oh, think. yeah. I mean, look at their fucking noses and their <laughs> eyes <laughs> and the whole deal. Well, They're it's... just excited that, that Harry is is yeah, somewhat good looking because yeah. the other ones are like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's the inbred German, please don't look into our Nazi heritage club. Oh. It is that. Too. I mean, the funniest thing is, is, is like, I can't believe that, that they're, 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 Wondering what color the baby's gonna be, blah blah. Are you kidding me? They fucking invented slavery, <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, I mean, slavery didn't been around. At all. They didn't, no. but they're they're pretty good at it. They they yeah. <laughs> one hundred and twenty five million dollars. 
for the coronation. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what ABC is reporting. That's why you're chanting. You Give can suck a coronation up your ass. And, 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 on, and in the stands, they also had big banners of feed the poor. Yeah. Oh, so, and then the grounds. Good on them. The grounds that they had the, the big party, the groundskeeper uh, mowed a big old penis in. All right, all right, all right. Is that the right angle for you? It is. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. <laughs> I love you. You love me. Nah, SpongeBob's way better than that. Well, ambiguously gay purple dinosaur. Yes. <laughs> less, less irritating and less earwormy than Barney. Yeah. yeah. I saw something the other day that said. They had a picture of of Prince Charles, King Charles, dressed up as in, in his coronation, and said this outfit is outlawed in Tennessee, <laughs> <laughs> in Alabama, in Mississippi, and, and Oklahoma. Yep. Oh, I saw a thing in in Glasgow. They had a soccer game, and it's like they were all singing "Fuck Your Coronation." <laughs> It was better than that. I'm trying to think because it was to the tune of something, right? All of them are to the tune was, of something. Yes, it was so good too. They're, they're great. The, the soccer vigilantes. <laughs> well, neither are the Scots. Good call. <laughs> There's your cold open. All that coronation right into that. Hold on a second. What? I want to see if I can't find this on YouTube. Oh no, it's pretty awesome. Oh, it's dope. Uh, and if you could find it, like it's actually worth laying as the beginning, uh, under the beginning, laying down the track. It's uh, we don't want your fucking coronation. Maybe here we go. Hold on, we're all holding. <laughs> yeah, so it's coming around the mountain. We'll be coming around the mountain. You can shove your coronation up your ass, up your bloody kilt, fucking eye. <laughs> so, are they still a little bitter about the whole we don't have independence thing? I mean, I think that they are in the midst of a huge recession. They've got a million problems. Their money, their money's devalued, and they are upset that they spent, I don't even know, countless dollars on this meaningless coronation. Yeah. I'd be pretty pissed off if I had a king and queen. Just the, I, I've, I've learned a little more. I think it's really fascinating uh, Americans that, that are so... Into it? Into it. I, I am shocked every time I meet an American. And they like, oh, I love it. Like, I made an pop. English breakfast to watch it. And my grandmother gave me this tea set and blah, blah. Who fucking cares? I cannot believe how many Americans give a shit about the British royal family. I did, I, I, mostly it's people with trust funds, I think. Or people that... Want to trust them. One of, well, one of mean, my dude friends is not one of those guys. But he's down like, with it? Yeah, he is like a blue-collar guy. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I've just always been into the monarchy. I'm like, always? Like, what 
Was there a moment? It's the ultimate Lucky Sperm Club. Of course it is. And inbred Lucky Sperm Club. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at their fucking noses and their (laughs) eyes and the whole deal. They're just excited that that Harry is is, somewhat good looking because the other ones are like, Yeah, it's it's the inbred German, please don't look into our Nazi heritage club. Oh. It is that. I mean, the funniest thing is, is, is like, I can't believe that they're, 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 Wondering what color the baby's gonna be, blah blah. Are you kidding me? They fucking invented slavery, <laughs> right? <laughs> Actually, I mean, slavery's they been around. At all. They didn't, no. but they're they're pretty good at it. They they one hundred and twenty five million dollars for the coronation. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what ABC is reporting. That's why you're chanting. You, you can fuck the coronation up your ass. And and and, on, and in the stands, they also had big banners of feed the poor. Yeah. Oh, so, and then the grounds. Good on them. The grounds that they had the the big party, the groundskeeper uh, mowed a big old penis in 